Welcome everybody to Submitted for Your Approval, a Twilight Zone podcast with your host, Brandon T. Cruz. And well, I'm back. I am back here. After after three years, I skipped a pandemic. I I skipped a Twilight Zone reboot. And I figured, well, Matt Hurt of the uh, uh of of his own podcast, uh, anthology podcast, is at the end of season three, so I figure I should try to catch up to him now. Um, but uh, he'll he'll be on the show in a couple episodes. But for now, let's let's get into who we do have. It's another Matt who I don't I've never talked to him before. He's definitely not a newscaster. Uh, he's definitely allowed to do podcasts in his spare time. Uh, it is it is the one, the only, the not famous Matthew Sizemore. Woo! And I, uh, I'm Matt Hurt that we haven't done this in three years. Oh, oh yeah, you like that? Uh, and as we know, during the pandemic, uh, nobody was watching anything on TV. So I understand why you stopped for so long. Yeah, it was so. it was it was rough. It was rough. Honestly, I think what it was was uh, Jordan Peele came out with his Twilight Zone reboot on on oh, sure. on you know CBS and then Paramount Plus, and I was like, you know, I don't want his shit to take the focus away from my beautiful stuff and you know is really that's really what it was a key to no uh i just i got key and peel if you will (laughs) (laughs) this is why i bring you on um but yeah hey the only reason (laughs) well welcome everybody uh to back to the show uh i am i'm going to take a more um not restrained, but more metered approach to to doing this podcast, make sure I don't burn myself out and make sure we bring you, uh, you know, perspectives from the Twilight Zone from the rest of the Twilight Zone. So we're we're right here in the middle of season three, heading in towards the end. Then we have season four and then we have season five. It's it's just right around the corner. I decided to come back with with Matt, my best, my best friend. Uh, to talk about an episode, season three, episode 22, A Piano in the House. It originally aired the 1962, February 16th. It stars Barry Morris as Fitzgerald Fortune. Uh, and he was also in an 80s episode, uh, Dream Me a Life. And Joan Hackett as Esther Fortune. It was directed by David Green, who directed no other episodes of The Twilight Zone. And the teleplay is by Earl Hamner Jr., who did, in fact, write other episodes. So, Earl Hamner. Earl Earl Hamner mm-hmm. Jr. Uh oh Junior. Oh, I'm sorry. Make sure we make sure we throw that junior in there because that's yeah, not I'm not like his dad, Earl Hamner. Yeah. No, no, no. No. He Earl, Earl Hamner Sr. didn't write no teleplays. Mm-mm, no, no. He was a good old farm boy, Earl Hamner, was he? <laughs> he? He may have written radio plays. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't done the research. How them crops? I don't know. <laughs> the crops play um so here so matt i I didn't i didn't prepare you for this i I asked you for two things and this wasn't one of the two things Uh, so this this is a third one it's it's a section i used to call you me and the imdb synopses uh where oh yeah that's right where i do a synopsis you do a synopsis and then we compare to what imdb has so okay uh, I'll I'll go ahead and go first, be, you know, to give you a little bit of extra prep time. Thank you, and steal yours, <laughs> and and steal mine, and then once you give me yours, then we'll we'll do the IMB IMDb one. Okay. Okay. 
Here's my synopsis. A, right. a man uses a piano to reveal the hidden depths of the soul. That's good. That's good. Yeah. It's basically what I was going to say, but I'll have to think of something else. Yeah. I wanted it to be uh, funny, but then it, I clearly when I wrote this three years ago, it wasn't. <laughs> dang. Yeah. It was not. You were not funny three years ago. No. Uh, I'd say um, a, um, a, a troubled man's birthday present to nearly underaged wife. <laughs> uh, she's 26, by the way. Um, to nearly underaged wife uh, begins turning friends into <laughs> the real selves. I did not prepare for this one. Nope. All right. That's, that's not accurate. Just to, just to repeat. A troubled man's birthday present to a nearly underaged wife. She's 26, by the way. Begins turning friends into the real selves. Did I say the real selves? I, I don't know if you said the real selves, but that's what I wrote down. And uh, uh, That works. <laughs> I, I think I said, the, you know what? I'm going to go with the, the real selves. I like it. It's like a reality show. The real selves. The real human Of being. Beverly Hills. <laughs> The so now the the IMDb synopsis: sadistic and hated theater critic Fitzgerald Fortune buys a player piano that has the power to reveal the souls of all who hear it. Oh, so you were super close. Yeah, because you said souls also. I did say souls. I you know maybe 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 it spoke to me. Yeah, yeah. I think you should be an IMDb synopsis writer. <laughs> no, no, forget no. all the twenty something years of. <laughs> IT and military experience you have. IMDb writer. IMDb. I, I, I can't support my family. Can't support anything. Um, I, I don't even get paid hourly. They're like, we give you five dollars per synopsis. Yeah, people just change it anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, well, let's let's get into the episode, Matt. Uh, tell tell me what your your initial thoughts were for a piano in the house. Uh, I want to start with this. Uh, I was I was kind of uh, messaging with you about this. Um, I've done this this with you now. The show I want to say this is either my fourth or fifth time. Uh, every time, and obviously, I've never. I don't think I've ever watched a full episode until I started doing the, these with you every so often. The Twilight, the original Twilight Zone, and granted, I have not seen the new newer one that was on with Jordan Peele. Uh, the original show was great. I mean, just really great. I, I've enjoyed every, I don't know if it's you specifically throwing good, like better or good episodes at me, or if just they're all just good. They all have a, a good lesson to them. But what I like is it's it's older school, if you will. And um, it's, it's uh, you know, when was, these were made, what, the 50s? The late, 60? it started in late 50, in 59 and then go went to like 64. Okay. It was a different era, but obviously, you know, humans are, are all basically the same, uh, only in, in different stages, uh, different eras. And uh, it's uh, there's good lessons from it, but um, God, I just loved everyone's voices in it. I'm getting off track now. Let's go back to what you actually asked. Um, my, uh, your, my thoughts on this specific episode? Yeah. Was that it? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So... I uh, obviously enjoyed it. Um, I thought it it was it was big into psychology. This one and understanding why 
uh, the main character, what was his name, Fritz Fortune or something like that? Yeah, we can call him uh, Double F or Fitz Fortune, Fitzgerald Fitz, Fortune. not Fritz, that's right. or Fitz, okay, <laughs> Fitzy Fortune, uh, Fitz Four, they call him, nobody calls him that. <laughs> they do, they, it's behind the scenes, uh, uh, director's yeah. cut. Just why? <laughs> Just watching watching him throughout, he's just such an enormous D-bag. And then at the end, because uh, of what this this piano does, and and uh, I don't know if you were going to go through a, a full kind of uh, uh, breakdown of the episode, but basically with, uh, and stop me if you're going to, but uh, this gentleman's looking for a birthday present for his wife, goes into this old antique shop, buys a piano that plays itself, and uh, turns out every time, when he gets home, every time, a different song is played it it uh evokes a different reaction from certain people who are listening to it uh and then at the very end uh, and i i even have in my notes because i took a bunch of notes and i even have in there why is why is the d-bag never being affected by these like right in uh towards the <laughs> middle like why why is uh 50 fortune why does he why is he completely immune to this piano stuff and then at the end oh because that's the finale okay and it truly reveals um why he is the worst human being in the world then you almost feel bad for him briefly briefly um yeah, yeah. <laughs> very briefly and i thought that was uh, just kind of a good lesson here but uh then i thought is that a lesson or is that just showing what can happen to people based on certain events in their lives and and uh really showed he's just a scared little boy oh no and that's why he's mean to everybody because it's a defense mechanism for him yeah and yeah. don't uh, leave i'll be naughty <laughs> and then he was very naughty <laughs> he's very he just naughty. sort of breaking glasses what a jerk yeah what a, his own glasses whatever yeah i mean he's rich his last yeah. name is fortune so <laughs> no it's a given yeah uh, uh, so um he, I, yeah I, I like the episode um it uh was a good lesson and really uh it was just uh it was really interesting to see what all the the songs uh brought out of people and then i felt pretty bad throughout it because i was like oh i obviously know this song but i cannot remember the name of any of them so i just have them as like one two three four and five or something like that okay well good well good news matt uh i i have a couple notes i want to make sure i i uh follow up on, on some of the things you said but First and foremost, that point of the, the the names of the songs, I don't remember doing this three years ago, but I did, in fact, write all of the titles for the songs down. I don't know where I found it. I don't know where I did the research, but but it, it's These Foolish Things, Claire de Lune, Lullaby. Yeah. Uh, that's that's an easy one. I'm in the mood for love, Saber mm. Dance and Smile. Oh. Oh, I should have known at least two of those, possibly three. But I, I played... Claire de Lune tonight because I was doing <laughs> long story short I was doing a Minnie Mouse ballet show with my my little girl <laughs> and I played Claire de Lune to have Minnie Mouse dancing as a ballerina so uh I should have known that one and I know Saber Dance very well because that's on my uh classical list of songs that I enjoy but I can never remember the names of them that, that, that that's awesome I I'm not a, I'm not a huge classical music fan i mean i I appreciate music i appreciate all kinds of music but it's it's just not something that i've like ever really honed in on like i want to listen to classic music right now i'm like no let's listen to megadeth that's what's going to help me concentrate much better i'll sleep for sure (laughs) um so so i wanted to go back and you mentioned the point about 
the psychology of music. And when we were in high school, I took like I, th I think my senior year I took a psychology class, or maybe it was eleventh grade. Uh, but for extra credit, we could do like a like a report, like a psychology type of report, and it's like whatever you wanted to do it on. And I did my psychology report for extra credit on the psychology of music. Mm -hmm. And what I did was like I I picked maybe like five or six different songs, and then I handed out like little pieces of paper to, to people, and I played little snippets, and I was like. How do these songs make you feel? And just, you know, write down on the card how you how this this first song makes you feel, how the second song makes you feel. And uh, it was it was just it was interesting to like hear like play Megadeth like they're like, ah, it's kind of angry or uh, and then like play a Barney song because my younger brother, Brett, he was he was a kid. He listened to Barney all the time. It's like, what do you think of I love you? You love me. And they're like, uh, makes me want to kill you. Um <laughs> <laughs> and myself <laughs> and uh so the psychology of music it's true like it's like music has a way of affecting us and like recapturing memories uh i think there was like a study done about like uh, folks who were getting older in age and their their memories were going out that music from a particular time in their life would would yeah. spark those memories again yeah, there's uh, been many a, a beautiful viral video of uh, somebody in a home or something not having having talked to uh, anybody in a while. And they hear this suddenly they start dancing the way they used to. Yeah, those are beautiful videos. Yeah, for, for sure. For sure. Um, so there's for those reasons, this episode is, is really cool to me because it speaks to my love of music uh, and also my love of psychology and sociology and those those things uh and why like i was happy to bring you on too to talk about that because you and i we share our <laughs> playlists on spotify that's right and um you know in between judy garland and uh jurassic <laughs> five uh that'll change, that'll change next uh come next year by the way because my daughter's finally over somewhere over the rainbow so it'll probably now be uh do you want to build a snowman from the frozen soundtrack yeah <laughs> Um, so on the, on the subject of like psychology of music, like we see all of these, these different folks reveal a side of themselves that they don't want to reveal their, their vulnerabilities and their, their, you know, uh, the things that are, they're embarrassed about or the thing, things that they're keeping secret. Um, and so how do you, how do you feel about this idea of like weaponizing the music to cap, to for personal gain or, or personal amusement or to bully essentially. Yeah. Well, um, you know, it's, it's something that's uh, been done before. If you think of all those, um, uh, movies or shows where maybe there's like, a uh, what do they call them? Um, ah, uh, what's the word, you know, like a, a former secret agent that has been, uh, uh, brainwashed at some point to hear a certain thing. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly they're like, time to assassinate the president or something like that. When they hear a certain thing, it's kind of like that, that with, uh, can't say that. it's I'm exactly like that <laughs> with, uh, what, what are those called? Ah, oh, that's really going to bother me. Those kind of whatever. Anyway, I'll, that's all I'm going to be thinking about now. Uh, uh anyway, Manchurian uh, candidates, <laughs> the what Manchurian? that's it. Yes. <laughs> Man, yeah. Maybe, I don't know. I never saw that movie. Um, so, uh, anyway, it's yeah, it's a very interesting concept and and it, it makes sense, of course, to an extreme, extreme view or an extreme point, um, because music 
definitely can evoke a lot out of us and it can bring up very specific memories in a lot of cases. Uh, and I mean, that's just just for one normal example that I do constantly. Um, that's why so many people in a lot of cases need workout music to successfully get their best workouts because music is what can get people going. I specifically remember back in the day when I was used to be lifting a lot, I would put on for my last set of bench press to try to get the most out of myself. I would always put on, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say the name of it because it's kind of not uh, good for, it's not PG, but it's by System of a Down, a very specific song by them, Violent something is what it's called uh <laughs> and there was just there's some parts in it where like the chorus where i would just get so amped and listening to that as opposed to not listening to that could get so much more out of those final lifts uh for me and i know that's that's just one example of the many things music can do to people but uh it's it's pretty uh it's pretty amazing what what music can do and, and the importance and the people that really understand it and appreciate it. I mean, what a special thing we have when we are truly music lovers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I'm right there with you when I when I, you know, 22 years ago when I went to basic training for the Air Force, uh, you know, the first time 18 year old Brandon, I'm away from family and friends that I grew up with and I'm I'm sitting in the dorm and the the ti but to put on the radio right and i'm a huge pink floyd fan and so comfortably numb comes on the radio and at up until that point in time i hadn't heard that song i hadn't you know i'm like six weeks in you hadn't heard that song that song no no, Wait, no. what i hadn't heard that song while I, since i had left oh uh, for for basic mm. um so so there it is and like one of my favorite songs and i'm like it just it evoked such a strong emotion out of me at, at that point in time because of you know where I was and uh what I'd been missing right so yeah just and again like another example uh, not a workout thing but you know similar in the sense that it evokes emotion but uh <laughs> it has an effect um what you know, it, that's kind of talking about like the susceptibility of the nature of music um, so I want, I want, I want to ask you since we're on this topic already, what song, you know, the, the very specific songs for the characters in here and it like brought some stuff out of them. What song, this is one of the two things I asked for you, right? What song would you use to reveal my hidden face, Matt? Ooh. Um, did you put some thought into it? Yeah, I did. Oh, shit. Um, and I, I wrote it down, but damn, I took a lot of notes. <laughs> <laughs> for this 25 minute episode it was um what i uh okay you know what i can just remember it it was a 25 minute episode what am i doing um <laughs> it just took so many notes i'm like what did i write specifically uh for you i would play the the one he played to marge to large marge uh, <laughs> and I know that's exactly, by the way, why they named her Marge in that, oh, so geez. they could do that. Uh, <laughs> when's dessert? She yelled. Uh, poor, 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 poor woman. Poor woman. Yeah, I know. I, they just ridiculed her. It was awful. Um, I would play. And do you know what song that was? 
uh, which was, one that was was that was that saber dance that's not saber dance oh geez i don't think it, it might have been claire de lune mm, yeah may, maybe maybe or i'm in the mood for love i don't know maybe I, I'm in it's the, one of those two. whatever whatever okay yeah, it okay was, it was one of the middle ones anyway um whichever one that whichever song that was it it basically evoked is that the word it uh it brought out the her inner like true self and what she wanted to be doing and how she how she was dreaming life um could and should be and she was allowing herself to really express the inner her that she probably hides from everyone because you know everything she says prior to that seems like something that she's like really trying she's really trying to get everyone to like her she's over trying and everybody's like all right all right marge <laughs> okay um, just eat the hors d'oeuvres marge but <laughs> trying to dick down my my husband marge you know stuff like that marge yeah serious um but anyway it um it really it brought out like her her true self and her true self was such a pleasant person just so happy and free and 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 uh you know she was a she was an okay dancer sure that was like her thing great um but um i i just thought for you i feel like you are not only my bass but you're one of the most talented people i know and i think there's so much of it that you are holding back because you're like, oh, I don't, I don't know if I want to do this. I want to, uh, you know, you're, you're a little like. Sometimes you're like hesitant with things because you're you're humble as well. So you're like, oh yeah, I don't, I don't. Uh, so I think that would just bring out the everything in you, and suddenly the world wouldn't be suffer from global warming. Uh, there'd be no more wars. <laughs> just all of this, if uh, if you brought your your complete self out, uh, that's what I pick for you. Well, shit, man. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I probably didn't put as much thought into it as, as you did. Um, you literally asked me to do that like an hour and a half ago and <laughs> I just brought up, I just came up with that answer and yours is going to suck right now, isn't it? It, it is, it is, it is now. I, I can't even think of the, what I was going to th think for you. It was, I was, I was thinking of like modern songs, right? I was oh not those specific ones oh <laughs> yeah. my god you didn't say that at all no I didn't uh, but that's what I was that's what I was thinking when I was You're asking like, oh, love shack <laughs> oh man I really feel like Orange Crush by REM just completely speaks to you as a as a person and it's gonna draw you out it's gonna uh, well, we, we used to sing Space Oddity so that one bye. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. Yeah, <laughs> I just gave you like five minute answer. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I I appreciate it. It was just gonna. It was just gonna be California Dream, and that was it. That's all it was gonna be. No, no, no explanation Ghost, behind it. Just, Ghostbusters. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Who are you going to call? Because because here's how here's why it's gonna be Ghostbusters, right? Okay. Because who are you gonna call? Is one of them, right? Sure. But also yeah. behind it, it's. It's Huey Lewis in the news, bro. And yeah, you know, and you know, like it it doubles up. You know, not only is it like really like one of those key movies from our youth, but it's also stealing from other things. And you stole my heart. 
He stole my he stole yeah. my best friendship, Matt. And that's why that's why it's inseparable from you. <laughs> Are these all Huey Lewis songs right here? <laughs> oh, man. If I wish I had that extensive Huey Lewis oh. discography knowledge. Yeah, I thought you were. I'm like, damn, I don't even know that many. I think you mentioned like one song I know. Power, Maybe not. power of love. You know, yeah, that's a good one. That's, yeah, that's us. Art of rock and roll. <laughs> you stole my heart of rock and roll. Keep, keep keeps up the <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Lewis in the nude. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, so the. The, the little bit of a, a segue there, because I, you went and talked about uh, Marge, and I, I want to just an aside on, on for for her, like even though she was embarrassed by it, yeah, like that's that's what I got out of him using her, and like it was like it wasn't a a, a bad thing, right? Like it was a very like sweet, and I was like yeah do do that like be your be yourself and it's okay to be yourself and like that's that's one that's wonderful even if it's like this alter ego that you have it's still a part of who you are and it's i guess the sad part there isn't that she was mad or that she was upset about it but that she came back out of that reality and was ashamed that she let her that like really really positive side of her uh be revealed um but yeah, I mean, it's just like me. She's just like me. <laughs> it's a, it's a See, but, it, but it's it. The, I like the idea of it. Like hers was wild uh, and ridiculous in a way, but yours is just talent. And hers <laughs> is okay dancer, and she said she's a small child or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, like, so so hers and and. Fitzgerald's like they were theirs were much more like psychology that compared to the other ones like uh his his wife uh her suitor uh like that there was were just more like yeah I hate you you son of a bee and I'm I'm smelling your wife's hair you know <laughs> yeah geez wow <laughs> by the way guy wow by the way your wife's hair uh Mm. chef's kiss bees knees yeah chef's kiss <laughs> <laughs> wow by the way yeah that that part was wild he's like well me and your wife we got a thing going so i'm openly saying this and it's fine thanks piano thanks thanks bye mm. um i'm gonna keep doing that you know i do like that that they kind of argued there for a second where even as he's like in the music is playing he's admitting that he has a thing for his wife Fitzy says, I can say that because she's my wife, even even as he's talking. Right. But anyway, um, okay, we talked about Marge's dancing. We talked about her song. And then uh, I said, no, I was thinking a more modern song. And that was going to be my way of going into what modern what modern songs might we have heard instead of all these like classic classic songs. Like That's th- a good question. Throw a, throw a song out there that we haven't already <laughs> said. Let me pull uh, up the Spotify playlist, and uh, we'll, yeah. we'll we'll go with that. In, in the meantime, you, you just you just think about it. You just think about it. God, uh, I don't know. I'd say, uh, like, what are, what are the biggest songs? You mean like today or within the past like 
decade or two? Yeah, or? sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, jeez. I'll go. I'll go first. I'll yeah, go please. with "I Keep Forgetting" by Michael Ooh. McDonald. Well, I mean, if I can go that direction, which I can't because it's too similar now, it's, it, <laughs> I'd obviously say "What a Fool Believes" by the Doobie Brothers, the greatest song of all time. Well, shoot, no, that, I, I think that's good. I think that's good. I, let's just stick with yacht rock then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, anything somehow involving Michael McDonald. <laughs> You know, the Royal Scam, that entire album by Steely Dan. Let's do that. Uh, we could do that. Kid Charlemagne. It's really? Kid Charlemagne. A lot of selections there. Yeah. Josie. So good. Oh, Steely Dan. <laughs> Steely Dan Active Yogurt. Steely Dan Aykroyd. Uh, you know what? You know what song I'll say? Nah, I mean, nobody cares about it, I think. But uh, I, uh, by the way, I discovered my favorite Elton John song. Okay. Like, do you have a favorite Elton John song? I think maybe I'm still standing. I like that. I like that mm. song. Interesting choice. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, my favorite Elton John song is Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Oh, that's a good one. That one's that song's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. I was going to say, I think that'd be a good example. However, it's definitely I don't think it's most popular. And uh it's it's just something I love. So I'm being selfish. You you know, you know what song I think need just to change genres, get away, get away from that, you know, the seventies, I think in eighties. I mean, that's when I keep forgetting was there. Why don't we go with some Jamiroquai and do some oh, virtual yeah. insanity, you know, like, that, Oh yeah. Just. And yeah, no, that's a great one. You play that on the piano and then like the room starts shifting to the left and right. <laughs> Man, that guy had some good, good core work there to be able to uh, keep standing in that room. Yeah, he's still standing. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with Lido Shuffle. <laughs> Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock Radio. Right back there. <laughs> all right. Uh, well, you, well, you said no 70s or 80s, but if we're going for like most popular songs of all time and I'm uh, revealing myself, I'm going to say Dancing Queen ABBA. Just mm -hmm. one of the best. What, just one, one, of the, one of the best. Yeah, no, you're... You're absolutely, you're absolutely right. It, staying alive. So oh. go, going into that disco era. Like, mm. yeah, why not? Just the best. Yeah. Why let's not? go staying alive. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay. Go okay, ahead. Okay. Yeah. 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 Man. Like we just, if you have that on a playlist and you're in the same room with us, any of you listening right now, Matt and I will just be crying and spilling our souls to you. And dancing like Marge. Lead over the boat that sailed after me. Whatever it's on. I don't know. That was perfect. Thanks. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're, we're going we're gonna to close this up, Matt. But, you know, what? any stray observations? Um, one of the stray observations I had was the word of the episode, lugubrious. It's been stuck in my head the, in, oh. the entire episode. Lugubrious. He's, Who said that? Uh, Fort Fitzgerald said it to the butler. Oh no, he said it about the butler. He said oh, he always looks wow. so sad. He's never smiling. He has a lugubrious look about him, something like that. Oh, what does that mean? And lugubrious, I, ha I have it. I have it up here. It is looking or sounding sad and dismal. Oh, why? Why wouldn't they say that? I mean, that's. He, I mean, that's cool to know. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say it all the time now. I'm like, man, I'm, too. I'm looking lugubrious. <laughs> <laughs>
Hey man, how are you? Lugubrious, you. <laughs> Same. Same. That's a, that'll be our our album name is Lugubers. That's a good one, Lugubrious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's a good observation there. Um, I'm looking at my notes right now. <laughs> um, so I want to read this part to you where um, the butler, uh-huh. where he hears the song. For the first time, this is what I wrote. I was uh, going back behind. The wife comes in for the first time. I'll read from there for a bit. Uh, when the wife comes in to meet Fitz Fortune, uh, I write, he wants the butler fired. He's talking sh- stuff in front of him. Uh-huh. Man, this guy is the worst. He insulted his wife. You have no musical talent. Wow. Song is playing and Marvin is smiling. LOL. His smile. Ha, 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 ha. Ha 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 ha. He's lost his mind and it's so great. Ha 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 ha. Everyone is laughing. Ha 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 ha. Music ended. <laughs> yeah. You know, I picked his picture for the for the 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 the, the art for this episode. Oh, yes. Yeah. The big smile. The big yes. the big the big smile. He's oh, he, so he's he's in an he's in another Twilight Zone episode too, but his his smile it, it gets me. It, it yeah. gets me right down to to the heart of my being. Oh, same here. But man, when he's not smiling, straight up lugubrious. <laughs> so lugubrious, man. I I I feel lugubrious. for lugubrious. <laughs> lugubrious. Um dumb. So, so what what do you rate the episode? And usually we rate the episode overall in, in whatever rating, rating scale you want. One to ten, one to a hundred, three out of five uh, piano keys. You know, like what what do you rate it? Um, I'm going to rate it eight lugubrii. <laughs> <laughs> out of out of what? Out of out, what? of out of 58. No, out of 10. Okay. Ooh. Mm, well, mm. Uh, I w- I want to go like I want to go like seven point seven five, if I can do that. Lugubri. Seven point seven five lugubri. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, we can do seven point seven five lugubri. I think that if I played Sellout by Real Big Fish, you might <laughs> tell me the truth. <laughs> or run into my wall while moshing and knock myself out. Um, so I say that because uh, I thought it was yet another great episode. Um, you know, I'll go back to eight. Let's go eight, Lagouvre. 8.10. Real, real big fish. Got yeah. Gotcha. See? Always. Um, <laughs> I thought it was very good. Good lesson to it. But I feel like uh, the ending... I mean, it's it's where you, it's almost where you would expect that to go. Uh, you know, luckily the guy learned his lesson, but I feel like it was such a like a weird lesson. Like he went crazy. Don't laugh at me. You're not funny anymore. Thanks. Um, I don't know. I just thought the ending was okay, but I don't know what else they could have done. Yeah. Uh, I don't like. I'm, I've been trying to think like, what would be a good alternate ending? And I like genuinely don't know, because. But I think there could have been something that I can't think of. Okay. Okay. But, I mean, because that was the second thing I asked you, and you failed. Um. But yeah. but you did. But you did give me a lot of extra yeah. about 
about the, the yeah. music you choose for me. That that answer, by the way, was worth like three additional questions or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, for for, for the next brief. for the next five episodes, you come on the show, you you get a, you get a free pass. Uh, I'll just read that same answer. <laughs> well, 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 I'll I'll tell I'll tell you what I think the alternate ending would be. Uh, I yeah. I I do agree that the ending like what what was really the the moral there at at, at the end of the the episode i think it, it could have gone in a different way but i too don't know that the necessarily the different way they they could have gone but as as far as alternate endings go here's what i think i think this would have killed back in the back in the 60s and i think it would kill today and that is the piano starts playing yakety sacks and they go through a crazy <laughs> benny hill ending and and they're all just chasing each other and then and then women in bikinis start chasing everybody and i that's that's what i think should should happen um, john cleese starts kicking his leg above over his head above over his head above over his head yeah man i've been up since 2 a.m if it helps no yeah it does it does help thanks yeah okay. um <laughs> Well, Matt, uh, I think that should do. Is there anything else you want to say about the episode? Yeah, what was, what's your rating? Uh, oh, I gave it. I gave it four out of five piano keys. Oh, okay. Um, so, so an eight also. Yeah, I. Yeah, yeah, I guess if we're doing fractions, um, we are. <laughs> we normally are. We normally are. Yeah, I, I was, I wrote three out of five originally, um, and I think. I think I'd seen it a couple times just in the last month. You know, New Year's was, was right was not too long ago. The Twilight Zone marathon, and I saw this episode again. And I think because like I'm really appreciating music more now, and like it's just really recognizing and understanding that's such a big part of my life. It makes this episode sing to me. Ha <laughs> Sing to me. The Phantom of the Apple Um Inside, sorry. So that's why I, I raise it uh, from three to four out of five piano keys. But what what did you not like about it to not rate it higher? Um, I uh, we, talk, we talked about the ending a little bit. That was that was sure. that was one thing. I. I do like that he comes crashing down off of his his high horse. I think there's a part I didn't I didn't talk about it earlier, but I think part of that is he's such a bad person. Why is he surrounded by such good people? And that's good, yeah. And uh, you know, because he is such a jerk to to everybody. Um, and you know, I I guess like in the intro of the the episode when he's going into the shop and he's fighting that buying the piano in the first place he doesn't seem like he's like he's such a horrible person at first and and then all of a sudden there's a there's a shift when he's talking to his wife and then he just he just turns into just insufferable prick you know yeah you know you know what's uh i, I was thinking which is i don't know if this is a good point but i'm gonna make it anyway um for me like the moment where i knew because you're right, like when he first starts out, I'm like, oh, this is a nice 50s gentleman. Hello. Um, but the moment I knew, oh, no, this guy's going to for sure be the bad guy in this and uh, just be a dick is when 
<laughs> I don't know why I thought this, but as soon as he said to the guy, have it delivered to my apartment no later than six, or my my place no later than six, uh, like very demanding, like after that guy just gave him a deal, it's like, for you, it's your wife's birthday, I'll give it to you for 200 instead of 250 Starts writing a check. Have it to my place. No later than six. Yes. In fact, <laughs> earlier would be better. Hmm, yeah. That's not what he sounds like, but I knew right then I was like, this guy's gonna be this is gonna be the bad guy. Uh yeah. He's 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 a person at a restaurant that is like, uh, it doesn't look like the picture. Mm. <laughs> send yeah. send it. He would do he would I, do awful at fast food restaurants. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Fitz Fitz Fortune restaurant tour. Not a McDonald's tour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that. I don't know what that was. That's right. amazing. Well done. <laughs> well, well, Matt. Uh, I think that's a good segue into the end of the episode. Uh, I want to. I want to say thank you for for coming on. Thank you for being my best friend, and and thank you for Uh-oh. for ushering back in. Uh, submitted for your approval. I appreciate it. I would. I would promote all of your stuff, but we know why that isn't a thing that I'm doing right now. So if you want to follow Matt, don't. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> if you want to hear more about Matt, you don't. And please don't watch the news if you're in <laughs> Idaho, especially, especially if you're in Idaho. Um, also, don't listen on the radio for any uh, voiceover work. So um, with that in wow. mind. With, with that in mind. Thank you. <laughs> Everybody, thank you so much for for listening. If you wanna if you wanna hear more of submit for your approval, uh, go ahead, go to Twitter s four y a underscore podcast. You can send me an email s four y a podcast at gmail You can follow me personally at Barnyard Cruise, or uh, you can go to uh, our our website apatheticenthusiasm.com. And there we go. There there's other places you can go, but I don't monitor them. So please don't, please don't do it. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot. Anyways, Matt, final words. Yeah. Just, um, I'm, I'm honored to, to be your first guest in your new era, uh, post, well, I mean, still pandemic, but you know, post to many, uh, pandemic, uh, it's, it's glad I'm so happy to be part of this reunion tour that you're on now and, uh, (laughs) fun episode. Thanks for making me watch another one. And, me remembering damn this is a good show well done on uh, doing this i'll give i'll give you some more episodes as as we keep going h to the e double hockey sticks yes yeah <laughs> and for everybody else until next time i am brandon cruz and this was submitted for your approval <laughs> you asked for it here it is 